Hey, Chavre, what's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Dalad, Daf 74 of Masechta Eruvin. Um, yeah, uh, today's cool, why not? So, talking about permitting a Mavui with a Lechi and a Korah, right? So, there's like two things that come up when it comes to Mavui, right? One is, as we know from the beginning of Masechta Eruvin, uh, you know, putting up a Lechi or a Korah, but you also have to do Shetufi Mavos if there are multiple Chatzers, but, um, you know, if there aren't multiple chatzers, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and then we're going to discuss Rabbi Shimon's opinion that came up already in Masech Shabbos about being able to carry from Rosh Yachid, right from a chatzer to a, a gog, to a karpaf, that whole exciting sugya. And then uh, talk about an interesting configuration between uh, a mavoy and two chatzers and townhouses and all sorts of interesting architectural um, designs. So that's today's daf. It's not a particularly long daf, so uh, let's do it, Chavre. So we're going to start on daf Ein Gimel Mubez, two lines from the bottom. Gufa, we said earlier, Amarav, in Mabu Nitar Belechi Vikora, Ad Okay, so Rav says that in order for you to be able to put up a lechi or a kora and be able to carry in a mavui once you have done that, well, you need to have at least um, two chatzers in the mavui and at least two houses that open into each of the chatzers. Okay, so Shmuel Amar and Shmuel says, Shmuel says, actually, all you need is one chatzar in the mavoi, and then um, just one house. So you don't necessarily need, um, and in that chatzar even, all you need is one house. So, okay, so according to Rav, you need two chatzars, and each of the two chatzars, they have to be two houses. According to Shmuel, you need one chatzar, in that one chatzar is just one house, um, and then you just need one other house. So really just one chatzar and a house. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan takes Shmuel even a step further and says, all you need is one chatzar. And in that chatzar, all you need is one house. And then on the other side, or connected to this mavui in some other way, you just need a chorva, some kind of dilapidated ruin. Um, well, there you have it. That's the machlokas. Amalei Abayi Rabbi Yosef. Sabai says, Tiz Rabbi Rabbi Yosef. Amalei Rabbi Yochanan, Afilu B'Shvil Shal Kramim. Would Rabbi Yochanan say, even if you have a chotzer on one side with, let's say, with one house in it, and then on the other side is a path through vineyards, but like no living space or anything like that. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yosef says to Abayi, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Look, Rabbi Yochanan says that you can have on, you know, you can have one chatzar and one churva because you can at least live in a dilapidated ruin. But a path through vineyards that is not fit for living in, um, that wouldn't work for the mavoi, and you wouldn't be able to just put up a lechi in a car and call it a day. Sorry. But okay, but the ruin can work according to Yochanan. Let's go weiter, Chaver. Amr Vuna Barchinana says Vuna Barchinana the Azda Rabbi Yochanan the time. And Rabbi Yochanan by saying that if an, uh, you have one chutzer and one ruin that open up into this mavoi, you can put up a um, lechi or kora and call it a day, and you can carry in the mavoi. That is consistent with Rabbi Yochanan's opinion elsewhere. Where is that? The Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Amr Shimon. 
Says Reb Shimon, Echad Gagos, where is this Mishnah? I think maybe it's coming up later on. So Reb Shimon, Echad Gagos, Vechad Karpefos, Vechad Chatseris, that between roofs and Karpafs and Chatsers, right, Karpafs of course being some non-residential space that is um, 70 and two-thirds Amas by 70 and two-thirds Amas or less, so they are all considered one rishus for um, um, the vessels, the items that were in them when Shabbos began. But not to the kalim that spent that were in the house when Shabbos began. Meaning, so if you have a chutzer, okay, let's say you have two chutzers right next to each other, right? One chutzer, then next door to it is another chutzer. Fine. So what Rib Shimon is saying is that if when Shabbos began, there was a basketball in one of the chutzers, not in a house, just lying out in the chutzer, so you would be able to transport that basketball from, um, transfer that basketball from one chutzer to the other chutzer, no big deal. One Rishasayachit to another Rishasayachit, that's no problem. Even though they're owned by two different owners and there's no Arab, it's, it's okay. But, if the basketball was in a house when Shabbos began, well, then you won't be able to transfer it to a different um, chutzer. And, you know, if there's no error, you won't even be able to transfer it from the house into your own chutzer. Now, Rav, and Rav says, So Rav says that the halach is like Rav Shimon, but that's only if, says Rav, the chatzar in which the basketball is in did not do an eruve chatzeris aval ervu, but if they did do an eruve chatzeris, kazrina dilma asila fuke mane devatim the chatzar. We're concerned that well, maybe somebody from the house, maybe like maybe that basketball when Shabbos began was not in the chatzar, maybe it was in the house, and then somebody brought it out to the chatzar from the house because they did an eruve chatzeris, so that's perfectly okay. But what's not okay is that since the basketball was in the house when Shabbos began, you can no longer carry it into another chatzar, right? So Reb Shimon says you'd be allowed to carry this basketball from one chatzar to another chatzar if it was in the chatzar when Shabbos began. But if it was in a house when Shabbos began, you would be unable to transfer from one chatzar to another chatzar. And Rav is saying that because of that detail, that if it was in the house, you would not be able to transfer it from one chatzar to another, therefore... Rav says that if in the chutzr that the basketball is in, they made an eruve chutzeros, which would allow you to carry that basket, to take that basketball from your house into your chutzr, well, then we have to be concerned that maybe the basketball was in the house when Shabbos began. But if there was no eruve chutzeros in that chutzr, well then, if the basketball is in the chutzr now, then it must have been there when Shabbos began, and you'll be able to transfer it to another chutzr. Shmuel Amr says Shmuel ben ervu uven lo ervu. Shmuel says meh. Even if they made an eruve chatzeres, we're not concerned that you're going to carry from the house into another chatzer. Okay. V'chein Amr Biyochanan alacha kreb Shimon ben ervu uven lo ervu. Rabbi Yochanan says the same thing as Shmuel, which is that alacha is like Rabbi Shimon, whether or not they made an eruv. Meaning, even if they made an eruv, Rabbi Yochanan would still say that alacha is like Rabbi Shimon, and you can carry things that were in the chutzr when Shabbos began into another chutzr. We're not concerned that you're going to carry from the house into another chutzr. So Alma, so what do we see? That lo gazrinan dilma asila afuke mani the bottom the chutzr. So we see that according to Rabbi Yochanan, he's not concerned that you're going to take something from um, the house and bring it into another chutzr. 
So Hachanami here also the Bazin and Tomasilafukimani the Khatsil Khurva, here also Rabbi Yochan is being in Rabbi Yochanan is being consistent and saying that we're not concerned that this person who lives in the Khatzer is going to carry from his Khatzer through the Mavoi into the ruin. That is not a concern of Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore he says that if you have this Mavoi with one Khatzer and one ruin, um you'd be allowed to put up a lechi or a kora and carry in the Mavoi. Yosef of Brona, the Kamila Shmaita. So Brona was was sitting and saying over this sugya, okay, um, okay, and he was saying that according to Shmuel, all you need is one chutzer and one house in order to permit a mavui, okay. Amalei Rabbi Lazar, very interesting stuff over here, just in terms of our characters. So now Rabbi Lazar said to Rabbi Brona, Bar Beirav, yeshiva student, Amarav, Amar Shmuel Hachi. Did Shmuel really say this? What's interesting is because I think Rav Brona often quotes Rav, and here we see him um, in the context of Shmuel, which is perfectly okay, but it's just, it's interesting, you know, Rav and Shmuel were kind of the same generation, so I guess perhaps Rav Brona was a student of both. Also, Rav Lazar is this interesting character, because if, I, I, I'm assuming that this is Rav Lazar ben Pidas, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that this is Rav Lazar ben Pidas. Rav Lazar ben Pidas is generally like, I, I associate with him, him with being in Eretz Yisrael with, um, Rabbi Yochanan. Yet, we've seen a number of times recently that he was a student of Shmuel and Rav. So, I mean, it's not so crazy. I mean, it could be, I mean, it's all the same generation. Rabbi Yochanan, Shmuel, Rav, they're all kind of similar generations, but just Eretz Yisrael and Bavel. Maybe Rabbi Lazar kind of spent some time in both. I don't know. Anyways. So, again. So Yosef Rebroner Vikamila Schmeiter. So Rebroner was um saying this Schmeiter. So Amalir Belazer. So Rebroner was saying this thing, right? That um Shmuel says that a Mavoi that has one chutzer and one house, uh you'd be allowed to just put up a lechi in Korah and carry there. Now says Rebelazer to Rebrona, Barbe Rav, Yeshiva student, Amr Shmuel Hachi, did Shmuel really Say this, Amalei in, and Rebrona said, "Yeah, he did." Amalei. So Rebelazer says to Rebrona, "Achveli ushpize, show me where Shmuel lives." Achveli. So Rebrona showed him where Shmuel lives. Also the comment of Shmuel. So Rebelazer came to Shmuel, Amalei, and he said to him, "Amar marhachi," and he said to Shmuel, he "said Did you really say this?" Amalei in. He said, "Yeah, I did." The Amar with the Amar. To which Rabbi says to Shmuel, but aren't you the one who said it? And we also saw <coughs> Rabbi Yosef quote this as well. Where do we see Rabbi Yosef quote this? On Daf Samach Vav. Ein lanu be'eruvin ela kuloshin mishnasenu. That Shmuel said that when it comes to uh, Eruvin, in terms of being able to apply different kulas, we can only apply the ones that are in our Mishnah. Okay. Sh'amavu l'achzeris k'chatsu l'batim that a mavoi is like or at least in the other context, it was about kulas. I don't know. Maybe this isn't about kulas. Okay. So, uh, anyways, that Shmuel says that when it comes to Erevin, we only have like that which our Mishnayis say. Okay. And what does it say in the Mishnah? That a Mavui is for Chatseris, like a Chatser is for houses. Now, the interesting thing there is that it says Chatseros, plural. 
when it comes to Mavoy, i.e. that you'd have to have at least two Chatseris that open up into the Mavoy. So how could it be that on the one hand Shmuel is saying this, that when it comes to Eruvin, we have to follow the Mishnais and it says in the Mishnais that you have to have two Chatseris that open up into a Mavoy, and yet Shmuel could say such a thing like when you have a Mavoy with one Chatser and one house, all you have to do is put up a Lechi or a Korah and that would suffice. So Ishtik, Shmuel was silent. He didn't have an answer for Belazar. So the Gemara wants to know, okay, it was very nice that Shmuel was quiet. Makes for a nice story. A little bit of drama. However, did Shmuel in practice actually accept what Rabbi Lazar was suggesting or not? Did Shmuel take it back? Did Shmuel from then on say that um, when you have a Mavu, you must have two Chatseris? So Tashma, come in here. Okay, there was a certain Mavu. And in this Mavui lived a certain Ivus Bar-Ihi. Now, he lived in one Chatzar in this Mavui, Mistama with somebody else, okay? So there was one Chatzar and there were two houses in there. One of them belongs to Ivus Bar-Ihi. Now, uh, the assumption, at least for now, seems to be, it's like the, the facts kind of change throughout the story a little bit, but on the other side of this Mavui was a synagogue. And this synagogue um, had like one kind of living space in it, and it opened up directly into the Mavui. Okay, so basically you have one Chatzar and one Mavui. Uh, and, and one bias, essentially. Which in this case is a synagogue. Okay. Now, Avad Le Lechia. Now, Ivus Bar'ihi made a Lechi in this Mavui that has one Chatzar and one house. Vishar Le Shmuel. And Shmuel was like, yeah, it's cool. Okay, fine. So, Shmuel saying that it's okay to have just simply one Chatzar and one house. Also, Rav Anon, Rav Anon came, Shadye, and he dismantled Ihi Bar Ivis's Lechi that he put up in his Mavui. Omar, and now I'm going to read this. There's an amend, amendment or amendation, I don't know, to this text, and that goes with Siunam, and it makes it read very nicely. So I'm, I'm going to read it with that for the next line or so. So, so, Ihi, after Rav Anon dismantled his, um, um, lechi. So Ivus Bar'ihi said, so Mavoa, this Mavui, Tavadairana Bey, Mishnei Dema Shmuel, that I lived in this Mavui from the days of Shmuel, Ve'ara'idna, and until now, Nesi Rav Anan, Ve'deshadya Minoi, Rav Anan's gonna come and dismantle it and ruin it for me. Right? So meaning, um, Ivus Bar'ihi is basically saying that Shmuel said that this Mavui was acceptable. This Mavui that has one Chatzar and one house, was acceptable, and it was all the days of Shmuel, i.e. Shmuel never retracted it. So the question is, right, so Ivus Bar'i is saying to Rav Anan, how come you're dismantling it if Shmuel seemed to have no problem with it? So, th- third line of the Gemara, so Shmamina, so we see from there, Lo Kiblamine, so we see that clearly Shmuel did not accept Rabbi Lazar's suggestion, right, so Rabbi Lazar was saying, Shmuel, how can you say that one Chatzar and one house opening up into a mavui, you could just put up a lechi or kor and call it a day, and then you can carry in the mavui. Um, but after all, Shmuel, didn't you say that you know it goes based on the Mishnah? And the Mishnah says multiple chatzeres. You'd have to have at least two chatzeres. So Shmuel was quiet, and we don't remember. We don't know did he accept Rabbi Lazar's suggestion or not. So we seem to see from the story of Ibus Bar'i that he did not accept Rabbi Lazar's suggestion because apparently Ibus Bar'i the entire days of Shmuel had this configuration with one chatzar and one house 
with a lechi. And apparently Shmuel was always uh, okay with that. So the Gemara answers, no. We're getting a little bit of the facts of, of, of this architecture wrong. The Olam Eimelach, really I'll say to you, Kiblamine, that really Shmuel did accept Rabbi suggestion, and therefore Shmuel's opinion became that um, if, in, in order to be able to carry an Amavui, by putting up a Lechi Nekora, you have to have at least two Chatzers opening up into the Amavui. V'hacha, but what was exactly the setup of this Mavui? Chazanahu dahava achil naima bevese, v'asi bayis bevei knishta. So here, it was actually a little bit different. It was a situation where there was the one Chatzar where Ivo's Pai'i lived with somebody else. Now, on the, it wasn't just the synagogue that opened directly into the Mavui, in which case it would just be considered like a bias opening up into a Mavui. Actually, it was a Chatzar. And the synagogue was in a Chatzar. And attached to the synagogue was a living space. And in addition to that one living space, there was an additional living space where the um, Chazan, the person who worked in the synagogue, would sleep. Okay? So the facts of this case just like totally changed. So now all of a sudden, it actually is a situation of two chatzers that open up into a mavoi. Okay, now it goes on a little bit. Okay, uh, so again, so v'hacha over here, chazan who nama say that there was a this chazan who worked in the shul, who he would eat bread in his house that was somewhere else. Vasi but then he would come back to this chatzer where the synagogue is, and he would sleep in one of the houses that were there. The Evus Bar'i Savar, now Evus Bar'i figured Makompitagarm. He thought that what's important is where the, a person eats. And therefore, this Chazan was eating somewhere else. So from his view, um, there was re- this Chatzar with the synagogue really only had one person living there because the Chazan isn't considered to be living there even though he sleeps there since he's eating somewhere else. But of course we know that Shmuel says that um, what's important is not where you eat, but rather where you sleep. And therefore, as far as Shmuel was concerned, the way he was viewing the situation was, well, there's a Mavoy. You have the one Chatzar that E and somebody else live in. You have this other Chatzar that has the synagogue that has a some kind of living space for somebody. And this other house where this Chazan lives. And since the Chazan sleeps in his house, so it's considered like he's living there. And therefore, as far as Shmuel was concerned, this was a Mavoy with two Chatzers and two houses in each in each of the chatzers. This is completely acceptable and in line with what Rabbi Lazar was suggesting, based on the mission that says that a mavui needs uh, um, uh, that a mavui uh, has chatzeris in it. So, um, so actually, what was going on in this in this case was that he was a mavui with two chatzers, which is why Shmuel allowed it. And ihi bar ivus or ivus bar ihi he made a mistake, he thought that it was only considered that um, the the Chatzar with the synagogue only really had one living space in it because um, the Chazan would eat somewhere else. Okay, very exciting stuff. Okay, Chav, are you ready for this? Now we get to this like interesting configuration. You ready for an interesting configuration? Okay. So imagine Main Street. And Main Street goes west to east, okay? So you're walking down Main Street from west to east. Now, off of Main Street, there's a Mavoy, an alleyway, and that runs north-south. So you're walking down Main Street, west to east, and then you turn north into this Mavoy, into this alleyway. So far, so good. 
Now, on the left, on your left in the alleyway is a chatzar, and on your right is a chatzar. Great. In the chatzar on your left is a uh, non-Jewish person lives there. Okay, there's one house and there's a non-Jewish person who lives in that house. Fine. Now, um, in the chatzar on the right, there's one house and there's a Jewish person that lives in that house. Great. Now, here's the thing. Attached to the chatzar on the right, where the Jew lives, that chatzar is actually, that, that, that house is really one of three connected townhouses. Okay? Now, it is the first of the three townhouses. And to get into this first townhouse, you must turn from Main Street into the Mavui, go into the chatzar on the right. That is how you will get into this house. However, the other two townhouses that are connected, that are attached, you would enter into them from Rishasarabim. So if you're walking down Main Street from west to east, and rather than turning north into the Mavui, you would continue walking down Main Street, and on your left, there would be two doors, right? One for each of the two connected townhouses, okay? So, in order to get into the first townhouse, so you would have to turn into the Mavui, go into the Chatzar on the right, and you would enter into the first townhouse. To get into the next two townhouses, you wouldn't go into the Mavu, you would continue walking on Main Street, and there would be two doors going directly into their houses, okay? Um, and all three townhouses are owned by Jews. That is the case that we're talking about. So, Amr of Yehuda says of Yehuda, Amr Rav, in the name of Rav, Mavui, Shetzido Echad Ovid Kuchavim. So if you have the Mavui, right? So you're walking down Main Street, west to east, you turn north into the alleyway, and on the left, there is a Chatzar that has an Ovid Kuchavim that lives there. Vitzido Echad Yisrael. And on the other side of the Mavui, there is a Chatzar that has a Jewish house in it. Ein Ma'arvin also der Chalonos Latir der Psachim the Mavui. So we do not allow um, for these three townhouses to make an Eruv together by way of their windows, right? In between each, between each of the three townhouses, there was a window that theoretically, well, you could, you know, pass things through and stuff. And I guess if it's four Tfachim by four Tfachim, it would be considered a, a, enough of a Pesach that um, you would be able to join together in an Eruv. So we're saying that Ein Ma'arvin also der Chalonos Latiro der You may not do this. You may not allow these three townhouses to make an Arab so that they could pass food through the windows into the um, townhouse that's in the Chatzar so that by way of that townhouse, you can then carry things into the Mavoy. That's not going to work. Got it? Good. Omer Abai, says to Rav Yosef, um, does this apply also to a Chatzar? So what if Instead of the non-Jew being in a separate chatzar, what if it was a mavoid that has one chatzar in it? And in that chatzar, there is, or forget about the mavoid b'chlal. You have a chatzar, and in the chatzar live a non-Jewish person and a Jewish person. Now, the house of the Jewish person has the same configuration. It's one of three townhouses, but it's the only one that's in the chatzar. So you essentially have a chatzar that has a Jew and a non-Jew living in the chatzar. And... Then there are two townhouses connected to the Jewish house, but they're both outside of the Chatzar and Rishusar, right? To get into them, you'd have to go through Rishusar Okay? So, we're, so, Abai is asking of Yosef, would the same thing apply? I.e., would Rav say that these three houses would be unable to join together in an Arab so that they could pass things through their windows into the Chatzar? So, right? Because remember, if you have a Jew and a non-Jew living together in a Chatzar, you don't need to do any kind of Schirus or anything.
So Amrle in. So Rav Yosef says that the same thing would apply, that Rav would apply the same halacha in a chatzar, that these townhouses would be unable to make an Eruv and pass between them and put things in the chatzar. Fine. Di'ilo Amr Mai and says Rav Yosef to Abai and he says, and if Rav would not say the same thing in the chatzar, what, what would be the nafkamina? So Abai says, well, hava amina well, I may have simply thought that, um, you know, if we would say that this halacha was only by a mavui, so I might think that the reason is, that the reason why this is not allowed has to do with the fact that, um, well, this mavui is only going to be permitted if it has two houses and each house is, and if it has two chatzars that open up into it and each chatzar has two houses. And this isn't the case over here because we don't take the non-Jew into and his chatzar into account when establishing Hilchos Erevin. And therefore, you really just have one chatzar that has this one house in it and that's why you're unable to carry into the mavui. And I might think that that is why Rob didn't allow this Erev to take place between these townhouses and the chatzar because the mavui simply just doesn't have the um, design uh, to support that. However, I might think that in a chatzar it would be okay. Fine. Vitarte Lamali. How come I need Rav to teach this twice, right? We had Rav say this at the beginning of our daf today, that in order to be able to carry in a mavui, you have to have two chatzars and two houses opening up into it. So then, why do I need Rob also to say this um, over here? That when you have this, these two chatzars, one is a non-Jew, one is a Jew, townhouses, whatever it is, you can't carry into the Mavi. Of course you can't carry into the Mavi. It doesn't have a bottom of So why, why do we need Rav to teach us this twice? So Tzricha, we need both of them. The Ahi, Hava Amina, Tiras Ove Kochavim Shma Dira. Kamash Malan, Tiras Ove Kochavim Lo Shma Dira. If we would only have the original case, which is that if you have two houses, if you have two chatzars uh, opening up into a mavui, right? So then you can carry in it. So I might think that this chatzar, the right, right, that non-Jews can be taken into account in terms of calculating chatzeris and houses. So therefore, we have this case to say that no, we cannot take non-Jewish houses into account when calculating the houses of a chatzar and a mavui. Okay. And if all we had was this case with the non-Jew and the Jew, but remember, in, in this case, there was only one house in each chatzar. So over here, I wouldn't know how many houses you need in each of the chatzars. So kamash malan batim train. So therefore, Rab needed to teach us the other, the original case as well, which is that you can only carry in a mavui if there are two chatzars that each have two houses in it. So there's a detail in each of the two cases. Over here, we're learning that you can't take the um, houses of the non-Jews into consideration when calculating the bottom and the chatzars. Um, and the other case teaches that you have to have at least two houses in each chatzar. Fine. Now, says the Gemara, So now that Rab says the same thing applies even to a chatzar, right? Because, because Rav Yosef had asked Abai, he said, if Rav would say that this thing with the townhouses um, and the non-Jew 
they're only not allowed to make an Erev and carry into the Mavui. If we would say that that is only by a Mavui, but not by a Chatzar. So we said, Rabbi said that I might think that the ha- I would have a Havminah to say that therefore the reason why you'd be unable to carry into the Mavui is simply because um, you, a Mavui needs to have two Chatzaris and two houses and this wouldn't be the configuration. But that wouldn't necessarily, but to carry into a Chatzar would be acceptable. Um, so... Rav Yosef says, no, even in Tachatzer, it's not okay. Okay, fine. So, Hashta, the Amirav, Afilu Chatzer. So, now that Rav says that with this Tanas, that if you have a Jew and a non-Jew living in one Chatzer, and you have these townhouses connected to the house of the Jew, you still can't make an error between the townhouses in order to carry into the Chatzer. So, time and the Rav, the Kosover, Asrlasus, Yachid, Bumakum, Ove, Kochavim. So, how come you wouldn't be able to do this configuration in a because we do not want to support a Jew living together with um, a non-Jew in a chatzah, right? We had talked about this when it came to schirus, um, right? We said, uh, like Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov, that one Jew and one non-Jew living together in a chatzah, uh, they don't need to make a schirus because it's not common. But once already, there's two Jews and a non-Jew living in a chatzah, the Jews would have to rent the space from the non-Jew in order to be able to make an Erev. That's because we don't want to uh, encourage uh, Jews and non-Jews living together. And therefore, they make, um, you know, therefore they have to go out of their way and make like this uh, uh, rental agreement every single Shabbos so that it'll be easier to just move somewhere else. So therefore, we're going to apply the same thing over here. We don't want these three townhouses to be able to make an Arab so that they can have picnics and potlucks in the Chatzar because since it's a Jew and a non-Jew living in that Chatzar, we don't want to support um, sort of um, to make it easier to just kind of enjoy life in that Chatzar. We'd rather um, support this Yid to move out. Alright, fine. So, Amr Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, if that's the case, Tavla, Rav Yosef says, ah, okay, now I understand Rav Tavla, Rav Tavla. Damar, who said, Ovid Kuchavim, Ovid Kuchavim, Trezimne, Veloyadaina, my Amr. That Rav Tavla said, Ovid Kuchavim, twice, and I didn't realize what, um, he was saying, and I guess what he meant is that the uh, the uh, Ovid Kochavim in these two different cases, one is when he's in uh, his own Chatzar in a Mavoy, and one is when he's sharing a Chatzar with a non-Jew, uh, with a Yid. All right, uh, that was Daf. Ayin Dalit. Yeah, it's a cool Daf, right? Right. So, what do we talk about? So, we talk about permitting a Mavoy with a Lechi and a Korah. Rav says that in order to permit a Mavoy with a Lechi and a Korah, you have to have two chatzeros that open up into, right, two chatzeros with, and each chatzer has two houses, and they open up in the, and the chatzers open up into the mavui. Shmuel had initially said that you only need one chatzer that has one house in it, plus another house. And Rabbi Yochanan says that all you need is one chatzer with one house, plus a ruin. Now, we ultimately then at the end, um, based on a question, Rabbi Lazar's question on Shmuel, said that uh, Shmuel would also agree with Rab that you need two houses that are in two chatzers to open up into the Mavui. And then we talked about moving things from a chatzer to a gag, to a karpaf, right? From different rishus ayachids. According to Rib Shimon, it would be okay as long as these things started Shabbos in the chatzer. And Rav says that the lach is like Rib Shimon as long as the chatzer did not do an eruvi chatzeris, so we can assume that anything in the chatzer was there when Shabbos began. However, uh, Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan say that we pass on like Rib Shimon even if the chatzer did do an Eruvei Chatzeris, and we're not concerned that you're going to carry from your house into some other Chatzer. 
And, and then we got into this interesting configuration where you have like a townhouse and you have one of the townhouses that are in a chatzar and then the other two townhouses open up into Rishos HaRabim. So we said that, um, and now there's a non-Jew in the mix. So whether the non-Jew is in his own chatzar in a mavui or whether the non-Jew is sharing a chatzar with the Jew, um, they should not make an Eruv in order to enable uh, moving things from the chatzars into, uh, from the different houses through their windows into either the chatzar or the mavui. Uh, Rob says that that would not be acceptable. Chevra, have an awesome day. Peace out.